Hello, happy Thursday morning, everybody. Thursday, January 12, 2023. It's Tom Drake's Daily Cruise and Travel News Podcast, brought to you by the Snood Factory, www.thesnoodfactory.com. Tom Drake here. Who else would get involved in this operation? I am at sea on board the beautiful Oceana Serena. We're on our way to Costa Maya. That is in Mexico, in the Yucatan Peninsula. It is a man-made destination, in my opinion. Uh, the Remember the movie, uh, Field of Dreams? Kevin Costner, build it and they will come. Well, they built it and here we come. It is a long pier where three maybe four ships can tie up depending on their size at the end of the pier is a big shopping mall with jewelry stops and stores and tchotchke shops t-shirt shops a huge pool area with swim up bars uh, restaurants on the beach everything Americans dream about and want to see instead of getting off and going there's nothing here it's all there now if you're not that kind of tourist and you actually care about seeing something else you can take a tour of some of the lesser known Mayan ruins or you can just wait until the carnival ship comes on uh, comes in and you can see the ruins going right down the oh, pier why would you say that Tommy that is the duck by the way if you're the first time listener to this soon to be award winning podcast the duck is our logo Tom Drake Drake is a duck duck is a logo Doug has a, the duck has a speaking part if the duck feels I'm rambling and not making any sense that's all the time um that happens alright let us get oh before I get to what's going on in today's cruise and travel industry quick note easiest way to get this podcast because it comes out at all different times today is a thursday but it feels like a monday how about a frozen computer uh, slow internet everything can go wrong so we're a little late getting this out go to bestofseeradio.com hit the subscribe button put in your email address and your name i will add you to a list it goes out by constant contact Every day, when this is completed and uploaded, you get a link. You can hit hit the link and listen to it, or you can you can delete it and don't watch it. You're busy, whatever. But this way, you don't have to go searching. Although, if you are a user of Apple Podcasts or uh, iHeartRadio or Spotify, you can go uh, just put in Tom Drake's Daily Cruise and Travel News Podcast in the search. Comes up, hit follow, and I think they'll let you know when this direct is available. All right, cue the music. Well, I'd like to tell you this is some kind of breaking news story, but everybody knows that yesterday the FAA, oh, did they mess things up. One of their computer system broke down, according to the article I'm reading, and it's a computer that would tell pilots things like uh, bad weather this way, the runway is going to close, temporary factors that could affect your flight. Well, uh, that system broke down, and the FAA decided because they couldn't access that Nobody should take off. Can you imagine being the FAA administrator when the geeks come in with their, you know, pens and pencil things in their t-shirt pocket and go, hey, boss, we don't know what happened, but uh, you know what? The best thing to do is tell everybody not to go anywhere. Uh, the boss goes, excuse me? Well, you know, every airport, every airline, nobody takes off. Are you out of your freaking mind? I can't tell. That's what we did after 9-11. This is going to, oh, my God, are you crazy? Boss, it's the best thing to do. So he did it. Uh, it happened, started, I think, Tuesday night. Finally finished up Wednesday morning. We have many guests who did not make it to Miami. Here's a little tip, boys and girls and children of all ages. If you're going on a cruise, go in the day before. Oh, come on. Don't take a chance. You know what the industry 
country's like if it's not Southwest. It's the FA. I don't think anybody should fly. Come in a day early. So the people that didn't, guess what? They didn't get here. And trying to get to Costa Maya, uh-huh. You think flying in general is risky. Try getting there. So anyway, the FAA made the unprecedented decision to shut things down. And of course, that meant we would have to hear from Little Petey. You know, Little Petey, Little Peter Budishek. He's the you know, he's the transportation secretary. He used to be the mayor of, I don't know, somewhere, Toledo or something. Uh, he came uh, uh, out at a press conference and said the ground stop uh, happened because of the way sim- uh, safety information was moving through the system. Let me say that again. Because of the way safety information was moving through the system. Hey, little Petey, it wasn't moving. If it was moving, you wouldn't have to shut it down. Okay, you got it backwards there. It wasn't moving through the system, Pete. That's what happened. And then he informed everybody because we wouldn't have figured this out on our own. And I hate to be critical of him, but you know what? He's not very good at what he does. He said after the failures were fixed, uh, he warned that travelers could continue to see some effects rippling through the system. And if you've ever had your system rippled, uh-huh, that's worse than flying southwest. Uh, I guess it's back to normal, but there were 10,000 delays. There were 2,800 flights canceled. People didn't make their cruises. They didn't whatever business trips aborted. Things changed. Uh, White House immediately said they don't believe it was cyber warfare without an investigation because that's how it operates in politics. Well, let's get out there. Let's get out in front of this. In front of what? I don't know, but get in front of it and get pretty far. Get as far in front as you can get. So they said, no, uh, we don't believe it had to do with cyber warfare. How the hell do you know? You don't even know how that, why it happened in the first place because those guys with the pen pencil set in their pockets go, I don't know. All right, here's a happy story. Well, I don't know if it's happy, but it sure is interesting. Norwegian Cruise Line wanted to find out, I think, if the solo market is something to go after bigger than they do. They already have a studio solo program, and they're very small rooms, staterooms for one person. I've said this in previous podcasts. Normally in the industry over the years, if you wanted to just be alone in the stateroom, you had to pay for the person who's not there. And in some cases, uh, you know, there's a wife on board right now. The husband doesn't come and she's thrilled. She's thrilled he's not there. She doesn't want to wake up and see him there. So you pay for it. You pay a premium. Then they realize they're losing a lot of business because there are solo travelers out there and they don't want to pay double. So they'll do a land trip. They'll go somewhere else. And now they're all embracing it because what we do now, we embrace and we hug, but not too close because of COVID. So NCL commissioned some research in Great Britain, uh, in Britain, and they found out that 37% of the British travelers would rather go it alone. They always seem happy to me. What's going on out there? Uh, And 31%, they've already booked a solo holiday for 2023. And you know what? It's because you don't have to pay for the other person. Because sometimes, you know, you don't want... You, you could go with a friend of yours, but, you know, going with somebody that you, you've had dinner with and been around and living in a room with them for 10 days, 12 days, 14, a whole different deal, a whole different deal. So Gary Anslow, he's the head of the UK and Ireland business at NCL. Here's what Gary thinks. Gary said, we see from the survey or we can see from the survey that enjoying the beauty of travel on your own enables a truly authentic experience and provides for self-discovery and growth. Hey, you sit there having a drink and go, oh, man, the peace and quiet is beautiful. Are you kidding me? This never. I'll go. You go that way. I go my way. 
Anyway, they also found that the top reasons for preferring solo trips, number one is to get a break, right? Uh, number two, uh, to treat themselves. You know what? You had a rough year. I'm going on a cruise and I'm not going with anybody because that's why I had a rough year as I was with somebody. The other one is to reconnect with yourself. That's what they do on Virgin with that kit. Reconnect with themselves after a breakup. And 18% of the people said they don't want to go with anybody because they don't want to deal with the other people. They don't want to have... Yeah, it's true. If you're traveling with somebody and you're not married, it's your girlfriend or your my boy, best friend, and you got to go, what do you want to do today? What do you want to do today? What do you want to do today? Anyway, the, stu the study, which uh, 2,000 adults got involved in this, uh, further revealed that 34% of the Brits who are yet to travel alone uh, are, are are yet to travel alone, but they're thinking about it. They're thinking about a little peace and quiet. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, interesting statistics. I don't know about in the U.S., but it seems like in Britain, as nice as they seem, leave me alone. All right, let's go back to the FAA. More aviation news. I like this story. I like this idea. The FAA are going to clamp down on these air charter and tour operators uh, who seem to have crashes quite a bit. And they pretty much have been left alone to do what they want. Well, guess what? Now they're going to have to develop comprehensive safety plans for their aircraft. That includes seaplanes, float planes, and helicopters. And you know what? I'm not a fan of the federal government. I think this is a really good idea. And in fact, um, if I was going to take one of these, which I never will, I did the helicopter ride in Alaska. It landed on a glacier. I slipped and I fell and I got back on a helicopter and thought, what the hell am I doing here? That was 28 years ago, 27 years ago. I wouldn't do it now. I mean, every summer, you see another float plane, another helicopter, craziness. Uh, so they're going to have to prove they know what they're doing um, by having uh, safety management systems that will have four components. First of all, they have safety policies, safety risk management, safety assurance, and safety promotion. And they should put a fifth in there. A pilot that keeps it up in the air. That would be good, number five. I think it's a good idea. In fact, you know what? If you do this and you're a tour operator and you put that right on the side of your chopper or your float plane say hey you know what we're organized here we got it all put together it's part of a proposal it's not uh, happened yet but they plan on doing it and you know what for the first time and probably the last time I agree uh, with the uh, with the FAA here I'm reading a story here from the National Transportation Safety Board one of the crests crash was caused by the pilots to decision to continue visual flight under conditions that required flight instruments come on you got some yahoo up there in anchorage yeah it's okay we'll be fine you come on in here you know and he takes off into the clouds and he doesn't he's not flight instrument rated i'll get out of here anyway i think that's a pretty good idea Personally, you're not going to catch me in one of those planes in my lifetime. That's just me. I'm not a good flyer. And finally, you know, everybody's building new ships. And the hotel industry is getting into the cruise industry. Uh, Rich Carlton, Four Seasons, uh, the Amon Group, they're all building cruise ships. Everybody wants to do this business. It's nuts, really. I wouldn't. I can stay far away from it. But uh, Core Hotels uh, bought 50% of the company that owns the Orient Express. And now they are going to build an Orient Express sailing ship. They're also going to build more Orient Express hotels because it means luxury. Have you ever priced that 
the train. As they say in Jersey, my own. Are you kidding me? It's nuts to sail to uh, go on the Orient Express. But they're building a beautiful, I mean, a beautiful sailing ship. It's coming out in 2026. It'll be called, and I don't know why, it's called the Silen Seas. Maybe they mean silent. It's spelled S-I-L-E-N Seas. Silences. What the hell is that? Orient Express Deluxe Cruise Ship. Whatever. No, no, not cruise. But the Orient Express Deluxe Yacht. That's good enough, right? But anyway, the Silences, it's 722 feet long. It looks beautiful. And it has something called the Solid Sail um, Setup. This is the... the uh, Ship, the shipyard that's building it has the technology of the patent of this. And you have to see a picture of it to understand it. It's three rigid sails with a surface area of 5,000 feet and tilting masts that are more than 320 feet in the air. That's way up there. And it'll be under sail most of the time. If it isn't, it'll be uh, propelled by liquid natural gas. The engine is LNG. Uh, it has two swimming pools, restaurants, speakeasy bar, amphitheater, cabaret for entertainment, and a private recording studio. So you might see, you know, like uh, the Rolling Stones on there making an album. Uh, wellness programming and other spot treatments, usual stuff. Um, really looks cool. Orient Express, Silent Seas, comes out in 2026, which is really not that far away so if you're if you want to sail on a yacht like that you better have a black american express card to start with and have some fun all right that's today's thursday update and i i actually thought it was friday it happens a lot it is thursday isn't it yeah have a happy thursday i will talk to you tomorrow from uh costa maya and uh i appreciate the downloads i appreciate the shares appreciate the comments and um just appreciate it talk to you tomorrow